Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to my roommate's a witch. <laughs> what are we talking about? Essential oils. Mmm. All right. What's your... So, give me give me the goss. What's your impression of essential oils? Have you ever used them? I only like peppermint. As I stated before, I do have a job that lets me use the essential oil diffuser at work. And if I have a choice, top choice is peppermint. I love peppermint everything. Live and die by the peppermint hand. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So, second choice, probably can't think of the name so there you go um oh, lavender's okay i hate orange i hate citrusy smells they suck um also i used essential oils to get rid of bugs over the summer we talked about that that's my knowledge of essential oils oh, a massage <laughs> a sexy massage <laughs> Um, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So that's, like, about how much everyone sort of knows on essential oils. Um, essential oils are super cool. Um, they're, they're, um, the extract of plants. So earlier today, Vic, you were like, oh, how does it relate to witchcraft? Why would we put it in our witch podcast? And I, I did say that, and that is how I sounded. <laughs> Um, and so as I told Vic, I, th- and such I sh- shall tell you, um, essential oils can be used for a variety of magical purposes, especially if you're into like witchcraft for healing or witchcraft for um, like cosmetic making or like witchcraft. You can infuse a spell in just about anything. If you can make it, you can infuse it. Cosmetics? Yeah. So what I like to do is I like to make bath soaks for myself that are blessed with magical properties. Jen, the makeup industry is a billion-dollar industry. You know, not everything's about money. Stop trying to channel my intuition to, for your capitalist purposes. We just talked about this. <laughs> no comment. Okay. Um, that was mostly a joke. But, yeah. Um, so you can use essential oils um, um, to make, like, literal. So, obviously, you can take an essential oil and make, like, a healing balm and infuse that with some spell work. Um, I like to include essential oils into my charm pouches. Um, and you can also use essential oils um, in more, like, non-traditional ways, literally in spells. Um, yeah. Any questions so far? Do you buy the essential oil? Well, that's really interesting, Vic. Um, most people buy their essential oils. Uh, you can also make them yourself if you have, like, a garden. A lot of, like... So, as we talked about... Uh, there you go! I'm a genius! Um, as we know, there's, like, different sects of, like, witchcraft and paganism. So usually, like, herbal witches, garden witches, green witches, witches who like plants, basically, um, usually use a lot of essential oils because they're natural plant extract. Um, yeah, you can make your own. I'm, I am not exactly sure what the process for that would be. Um, I know that there are recipes online, and I'm under the impression that you basically just put it in a jar with some stuff and let it sit for a while. I would have assumed you use a... Pestle and mortar? Well, I mean, I feel like that would give you too small of pieces to, like, strain out later. Well, how do you... What's the word? No, that's right. I don't I don't know how to say it better than you do. I think that's right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, before... I guess before we get further to this, I should offer a quick legal disclaimer. Like, essential oils are, like, real... Whether or not you believe in rich witchcraft, essential oils are real things like so herbs be dangerous y'all 
Yeah, so um, a couple like words of caution. First of all, not, just because you buy an essential oil does not mean it's consumption grade. So I guess this sort of goes into buying your essential oils. Um, so consumption grade means that you it is safe for you to eat. Um, anything else should be used externally only. You should not put it in your mouth. You should not put it in your vag. You should not put it in your butt. Uh, <laughs> but you shouldn't. Um, if they can be toxic... Um, in that setting, if they're not consumption grade, um, I'd also be like aware of like counterfeit oils. <laughs> um, so if you if you go to like Walmart and pick up their quote unquote lavender essential oil for buck ninety nine, that's not a natural product. That's gonna be you're gonna have pres- like artificial lavender scent i mean and if you're just looking for something that smells good sure those might be fine but for like ritual work for anything having to do with body care you know makeup baths etc i think you're going to want to invest in a higher quality oil and i found in my personal experience like it is better to spend a little bit more money up front um and get a nicer oil because i i also think they last longer without going like rancid um another thing on that is like do not if you buy doTERRA i'm judging you what is that? So if you can imagine, like, Mary Kay or Pampered Chef, but with essential oils. It's so, like rich suburban women selling essential oils. Like a door-to-door scheme? More like a pyramid scheme. But yeah, you know how, like, moms throw those parties? A Tupperware party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly like that. Um, and those are, like, pretty mid-grade oils, which are being sold at a very high-grade price. So you're better off going somewhere else. No offense if you or someone you know sells doTERRA. I'm only judging you a little bit. Um, Something you can do is like a purity test. Um, So if you take the oil and put it onto like a white sheet of paper and it dries um, not colored, it's a a more pure oil than something that dyes like a funky color. I'm sure there's exceptions to this rule. That is just a general rule um, that I've been told. Something else that's really important, if you're going to put some oil on your body, um, you probably should not put straight up essential oil onto your body. It can cause skin irritation. Let me tell you what happened to me. Go on. So at my job, we have these essential oils, okay? I went to put the oil into um, the diffuser, did it, put it all away, and then I, like, touched my my fingers to my lips and it got all up in my lips and it really burned. And then it honestly was like underneath my fingernails the whole day. It's It stayed. It's a strong SOB. Well, and especially if you were doing something like a peppermint oil or a peppermint oil like blend. <laughs> like peppermint oil is one of the like strongest staying essential oils I found in my personal experience. Like I'll throw some orange on me. Sorry. Um because you hate orange. I was just making it. It doesn't matter. Um, but, like, you can throw some... I feel like citruses fade pretty quickly, whereas, like, a peppermint or a tree, tea tree or a eucalyptus is really going to, like, sit on oh, your skin. My mom uses tea tree oil for everything. She's like, it'll cure you. I have some questions about your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hope she's listening. Um, yeah. Um, no, that's super important. Um, if you're going to put essential oils, like, on your body, you should use a carrier carrier oil like almond oil basically like any unless you want an additional oil scent like any sort of like unscented oil probably not canola oil does it make you fry no it's just a it's just kind of a gross oil i've heard you know people keep saying oh coconut oil i put it on my body put it on my skin ariana grande was like i put that shit on my face i was like 
I read an article about how coconut oil uh, doesn't soak into your skin at all. It just sits on like the top layer and actually adds grease to your face or like blocks your pores. You know what? Do your own research. <laughs> I mean, I think I use coconut oil like on my body and as makeup remover. Yeah, but I think it does a really good job of removing makeup because it's so fat. Like, it's so fatty. It doesn't, like, seep yeah. into your skin. Well, I think it also depends on your skin type. You know what I mean? Like, I did use it as moisturizer for, like, a year, and I found it to be pretty good, like, on my face. So, with this, like, rise of essential oil, as essential oils become mainstream, <laughs> um, what's the really popular way to diffuse them is by using, um, like, a steam diffuser. So which is what Vic has at her, her work. But if you have pets, those are actually really dangerous. Tell me all about it. <laughs> so this is why I don't actually diffuse oils in our home. Um, because So if you there's a ton of different ways you can diffuse oil. You could use like an essential oil cone, which you burn. You What's going to happen to Maggie? I'm stressed out. Okay, let me get there. Um, or you could use, uh, or like, you know, a traditional incense holder, which has like be- like wooden diffusers in it. You know, they're, it's like a little jar. And oh, then- I know. My sister went through a phase. Yeah, right. (laughs) Exactly. There you go. Um, But these, like, water diffusers are... So when you do that kind of diffusion, the risk to pets would be if your cat knocks the whole jar of oil over and it it spills on them or, like, spills in the fur and then they drink it. I'm shook. Yeah, no, so that's really bad, right? Um, But then... But so the problem with these, like, new, like, blow steam air diffusers that happens is so what you do is you put water into this like basin very similar to like a humidifier if you've ever used one of those and then you add the essential oils to the water and when you diffuse oil in that way the particles that get propelled into the air are like larger than if they if you did did diffusal through diffusal is that a word if as they like are in huge particles versus um you know if something's going through a wooden stick those are going to be very small particles right um so the risk so when it's diffusing in the air it can fall into your pet's fur and so even and over time the toxicity can build up in their system as they like lick themselves it's especially bad in cats because cats bathe by licking their whole bodies so if you're constantly burning essential oils which are there's a first of all if you burn if you not burn so if you diffuse essential oils which are not consumption grade that's dangerous for them and it's even more dangerous there's like a whole list of like essential oils which are particularly dangerous for cats because it can like shut down their liver this is shocking does Peter know about this i don't think the general public is aware yeah i mean and it's super dangerous right and i mean i'm sure like most cats like would be fine but it's like people who are like running their diffusers on like a, like constantly um to make their home smell nice like just get a glade candle or something um <laughs> But so that's why, like, since moving here, like, I haven't used my diffuser. I used to use my diffuser for, like, ritual work and stuff um, because you can diffuse essential oils into the air, like, while you do ritual work. But I don't want to hurt the cat, so I don't. (laughs) Which is not me, like, fishing for praise. I'm just, like, telling you, like, um, another way that you – so another way, if you don't have pets or if you can, like, safely keep them in another room, like – Bef- like during and then for an hour or so after you know a safe amount I don't know the exact number but like a safe amount of time afterwards um I do think like diffusing essential oils can improve like your spell work um especially if the oil like correlates to what you're doing that knowledge is not really available to the general I mean it's available but um but it is pretty it's a pretty dangerous shenanigan they got going 
Do you have a question so far? No. I mean, I was going to say, but you kind of answered the whole question about how to make essential oil. Well, were you just like, I think you put it in a jar with some other things? <laughs> we can do some live research. <laughs> Siri, no, it's okay. how do I make essential oils? Siri! It, it auto-corrected to essential Bitch. oil. Here's what I found on the web for how do I make essential oils. Speaking of the makeup industry being a billion dollar industry, you know what Lush is making now? Instead of bath bombs, oh, I mean, they're, pro- they're still making bath bombs. It's a big hit. They're going to make shower bombs. I've already seen one used on the internet. Looks really cool. Yeah, that's you thought you were on the pulse of <laughs> bath bomb culture. You were wrong. You were just flat wrong. Um, yeah. So anyway, so we're going uh, yeah, I don't know how to make your own essential oils. I, I don't feel qualified to give that. I, I was just looking online. And I think it says something about like a crock pot. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's like, there's things that the essential oils do practically. And then there's some like essential oil things which are more spooka practically. I can't believe you just said spooka practically. Yeah, it's a new, it's a new, it's a new thing. Um, so I found this really handy chart online. <laughs> um, so like some, so there's like essential oils like physical benefits, and then there's like mental benefits. So tell me the benefits for tea tree oil because my mom's always going on about it. I don't have tea tree oil on this list. <laughs> tea tree oil physical uses can you know put them on a zit. <laughs> yeah, literally, if I have anything wrong with me, she's like rub some tea tree oil on it. Well, tea tree oil is good because it's like almost a natural salicylic acid. Um, so in the same way that salicylic acid like promotes cell turnover, tea tree oil has like that's a similar quality. Also, can it can get rid of like some mild funguses. Um, yeah, it can treat bacterial infection of the vagina. You can also use it to treat dandruff and dental plaque. Your mom's not wrong. Tea tree oil has a ton of uses. <laughs> Hemorrhoids, herpes. Lice. All right, I don't believe it can treat MRSA. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Evidence about the effects of tea tree oil on MRSA infection is unclear. Duh. It's MRSA. That's penicillin-resistant bacteria. It doesn't matter. Cut this part, but who cares? Anyway, um, yeah, so those are some of the common tea tree. So that's what tea tree oil does. If you were if you were having back pain, I would say take a carrier oil, and then you could put some, like, wintergreen or, like, peppermint, you know, um, and... I, I use this like crazy winter oil blend from my friend, my friend Hannah's dad's friend, <laughs> Tanya. Um, she gave me some for my back and it actually, I was expecting it to not do anything because I really don't usually believe in, <laughs> I, I believe in witchcraft, but I don't believe in herbal remedies. Um, and it actually really helps. So like there's a ton of different like recipe books online. And so if you're interested in like medicinal purposes for, um, Essential oils. That, that, that would be a good place to start. That's interesting because my back has kind of been hurting these past couple of days. And you said that. And I was like, oh, I forgot. I have this stuff. It's called Salon Pa. It's like spelled like S-A, like a salon, salon and then P-A-S. Pa. Yeah. They're called Salon Paws. Salon Pa. <laughs> um. They're not fancy. They're from CVS. And it basically just is like a pepperminty thing. That's how I feel about it. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. No, like that, that is, yes, true. Um, so you could use, so it's just some comp, like if you order like an eight pack of like oils from the internet, um, you're likely to get, so eucalyptus is a really good essential oil. If you have like sinus infections and other sinus issues, um, it 
can it's it's very similar i know you hate it she's making like the worst face at me right now um i know it's similar to like peppermint like in its effects on the body and and its effects on like your nose it's like a brightening it's a brightening oil and a brightening smell i think i might like that one hmm I would I would be surprised if you liked peppermint and didn't like eucalyptus. You don't like frankincense. I don't. Yeah, I think I like eucalyptus. I don't think I like frankincense. I don't think I like lemongrass. Mm, I'm not really a lemongrass person either. Although I will say there is if you go to a Vietnamese restaurant, you get lemongrass soup. That's good. You just look like an old man saying that. Um, yeah, so eucalyptus has been known to do, boost confidence, balance, enthusiasm, vitality. You need all of these things. Um, ah, creativity, regeneration, and understanding. Um, in it's sort of, and this is just from like a few different sources that I've compiled. So, as always, do your own research. Do what feels right for you. Um, but it's a healing oil, very useful in recuperation after long illnesses. Um, you can also use it um, in healing baths and purifications. Um, yeah, I love a good eucalyptus. Lavender. Do you like lavender? Yeah, I do. My mom loves lavender. Um, it's not like my go-to, but like, if, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Lavender is a good stress reliever. Um, yeah. It can also promote sleep. These are things we always know. Um, it also can give clarity, balance, relaxation. I like that you said these are things that we always know. We all know. <laughs> Um, and in witchcraft, it can be used um, for healing and purification. And it can also arouse sexual desire in men. Prostitutes, um, in the good old days, used to use it. It was like the signature hooker scent. because, And so men, if they smelled lavender, they were like, that pro- I can get myself a prostitute nearby. What are you saying, the, uh, denoting as being the good old days? <laughs> like, um... 18th century Europe, like that time. Witch doctors. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so another another fan fave. Um, <laughs> so you don't like lemon? Well, I know. I feel like it's not a very popular choice. Because I don't see it in the eight essential oils that get sent to my work. Really? I, I was in my first essential oil kit that I bought. Um, it's known for concentration, memory, direction, and it also promotes calmness, which is probably why you don't like it. Um, in witchcraft, it can actually be an aid to psychic powers. Spiritualists and mediums often use it um, to help make contact mm-hmm. with spirits, which is probably why you don't like it, because you don't like ghosts. There you go. Um, orange, your other citrus hate. Um, <laughs> it's been known to do... I like. I don't even like orange in chocolate. I think it should stay in its own lane. Will you eat oranges? I don't like pulp. I don't either. Okay. Um, orange can promote uh, creative creativity, balance, positivity, regeneration, and mental stimulation. Um, I personally like orange because I feel like if you mix it with a heavier scent, like a rosemary or a frankincense, it gives it a little brightness, makes it a little bit more your like dark scent, a little bit more wearable. Um, orange blossom is traditionally used to make a person in the mood for marriage. Um, women <laughs> used to add it to their daily baths to build attractiveness. It's sometimes known as man trap. Love it. Um, I love orange. I think it's a nice little booster to give to yourself. Um, some other common oils that I always I love rosemary oil. I think it's one of my favorite oils. Um, I it's a 
creative energy boosting boy. It's it reminds me of similar. It's similar to like peppermint. Um, I don't think I've smelled it. Really, it's uh, I'm out of mine right now. Actually, that's how much I love it. I ran out of it. Yeah. Um, I use rosemary for grounding and and things of that nature. Oh. Yep. Um, some other popular some other popular friends. Um, almond oil is a was actually used as a symbol of wakefulness to the um, Egyptians. Um, it's so associated with like prosperity rituals. Um, so I think it's it's always good to have a I th- like blah, 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 blah. I like almond oil as a carrier oil or a diluting oil because um, it's got a little bit of a sweet smell to it, and I think that's a nice addition to. Whatever you're trying to do. What are you going to say? See, you said almond oil. And my brain went, that can't be what you said. And so I was like, oh, she's talking about olive oil. And then you said almond oil again. And then I was like, excuse me? But I guess all nuts make oil. I mean. Um, so I know it's not your favorite sense. But frankincense. She's rolling her eyes. Is a very powerful tool for divination um i just like i could i can't even explain to you if you've never smelled it what it smells like it smells like nothing else in the world and i did not like it um it can be used to anoint magical tools your altar etc it's a very powerful purifier um it can be used in exorcisms purification rituals and blessings that's why victoria doesn't like it she's possessed by a demon the demon hates it um something that's great uh, another good one is jasmine it's associated with the moon um it's a love sex sleep one (laughs) it also can facilitate childbirth um it's usually used as a spiritual oil Uh Ooh, another fun one is mirth um i actually i actually love jasmine they make a lot of jasmine lee in hawaii and i like it well look at you you little sex slut goddess (laughs) Um, myrrh is great. Um, it's a another powerful purification. This one is specifically is good at um, breaking hexes. Wait, what is? Uh, myrrh. Oh. Yep. Frankincense and myrrh. Um, and then peppermint oil, your favorite, is good for like creating changes in your life. Um, it's also a natural relaxant. Peppermint's also you can. I think peppermint's also really like if you want to make your own. If you get consumption grade oil and you want to like make your own toothpaste, um, you can make your own toothpaste. Okay, so I for forever I've been the most basic bitch ever, and um, uh, my order at Starbucks for years has been get ready for this, and this does have a point. Um, my order forever has been a iced venti non-fat chai tea latte with two pumps of peppermint and light ice. Yeah. Um, and so when I was in high school, I was like, oh my God, what if I like, cause they sell chai tea like in boxes. So I bought some of that and I was like, let's save money. What if I, you know, buy some peppermint oil and I put that in the chai tea and then I just drink that. It'll be amazing. It was Christmas morning <laughs> and I made this iced chai in a little mug and then I went and I put in the peppermint. I don't know because I bought it at a cooking store. So I don't know what was – honestly, it was probably for baking or something. And I put it on – I put it in my drink, and it did not mix into the drink at all. It was sitting at the very top layer. I went to take a sip, and I was like, 
<laughs> Almost died. Well, and also peppermint extract for baking is different than peppermint sugar syrup that's at Starbucks. I say this as someone who enjoys Starbucks sugar syrup myself. You know what I mean? But it's, I just feel like, yeah, that was probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> What's your current Starbucks order? Um... No, I mean, I still I still do get that a lot. Now I'm also a big fan of, if I don't want something as heavy, I guess, but it still has a ton of sugar in it, I'll get the Acai Refresher Lemonade with no fruit. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Jen's rolling her eyes. I love it. I hate refreshers. I think they're all gross. Even with the lemonade? Hate it. Also, I don't like lemonade. It's tart and overrated. But you're from the South. Um, I have an IV of sweet tea hooked up to my body, but no, no lemonade. Thank you. Am I wrong? Southern people drink lemonade. Just not you. Well, it's not like the the drink of choice, like the stereotypical drink is sweet tea, not lemonade. That would be incorrect. What about half tea, half lemonade and old Palmer? My brother drinks those and um, he's an anarcho-capitalist. So that's that's why I don't drink that. My current Starbucks order is grande iced caramel macchiato with an extra shot of espresso. Anyway, so essential oils. Um, a couple other friendly essential oils. I do like a nice ma- grande caramel macchiato. A nice maracu. Yeah. I think if you have the extra shot of espresso, it really like elevates the... It's. I think it's the p- more perfect espresso to milk balance. Are you an every season iced coffee person? Because that's me. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. So... Rose oil, also a good oil for you. You need some love. Rose oil will give you that. <laughs> you can also It's also especially favored for baths. Um, and the last one I'd like to mention is saddlewood. It's protective, very healing. Um, yep, it's also good at, for, like, seeing, like, psychic abilities, um, but in a more, like, grounded, stable way. Um, it also is, like, a nice... It's got like a nice earthy tone to it rather than some of these things like lavender. My least favorite essential oil, lavender, TBH. Hate lavender. Really can't stand it. Um, yeah, I really don't like I don't know what it is. Like that scent just bugs me the heck out. Um, I, so I also really don't like peppermint. Like I, the thing I don't like about peppermint is it makes my skin feel cold and I'm very sensitive to changes in temperature. It makes your skin feel cold? That doesn't even make any sense. Like, okay, so if you use a peppermint body wash and then a breeze hits your skin, you're like, ooh. Yeah, 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 have done in the past. See, I'm not crazy. Um, yeah. So, of course, so that's sort of what I have on essential oils. I think, like, you can also, I like to throw, if I'm making um, a charm pouch, like, I'll throw essential oils into the mix. I also think it's a nice way to make your charm pouch, like, smell nice and uniform. Um, essential oils can be used in, like, cleaning solutions. They can be used, um... They can be used in cleaning solutions, body care products. They can be used um, for, of course, like spell jars and charm pouches. Um, They can be diffused into your witch space to get you in the mood for some witchcraft. I think like the thing that's most important about essential oils is like obviously using them safely. I think what's great about essential oils is they're a nice little way to put witchcraft into your everyday life. So like maybe you don't feel feel like holding a full like witch ritual, but like if every morning you can get up and put some of your favorite essential oils on that you've like infused a little bit of magic into, I think that's a really sustainable way. Um, I think as essential oils become more mainstream, it's also good for like witches who are still in the broom closet. 
Um, because, you know, everyone's got some essential oils now. Um, I think when I think about magic and like making magic practical for like modern women who live in apartments in New York City, (laughs) I think making, having something that's, you know, easy and not emotionally draining and like can be done quickly, I think is really helpful. And so if, you know, once a month you sit down to ritual and you can make yourself like some body wash or some bath soak, you know, whatever. And it's, I think it's like prepping like little ways to prepare to infuse magic in your daily life is a really great, it's, it's nice work if you can get it. Um, so that would be my recommendation would be to use your essential oils as your everyday magic. Um, of course, if you have allergies or anything like that, be aware, but I I do think they're a good, easy tool. Do you have any, any other questions? No, I think that was very informative. I didn't know that about my cat. Yeah. Be careful with pets. Also, of course, still go do your own research. And always follow your heart and your intuition. Whoa, yeah. A musical episode. So, folks, um, we've been pumping these episodes out once a week for you. And we are having so much fun doing it. And we hope you're having so much fun listening. However, witches need a break, too. Um, And since we're on a school winter break, um, we're going to take one week off. um, And we hope to see you back. Well, some of us are still in school. Some of us have moved moved on. I can't help that I'm going on a cross-country road trip to find out about my past Circa Anastasia, the hit Fox movie. <laughs> Fox movie. Put that second one in. Rasputin. And that's where we got <laughs> We can't end the podcast on Rasputin. He's a fucking demon, terrible witch. Bad, bad Rasputin. Bad. All hail women. The end. Actually, that sounds like all hail Satan. Don't put that in. They'll get confused with me and Sabrina. <laughs> Yay, women! That's how we're ending it. I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And, and that's, that's the spook. I ate it already. <laughs> <laughs>They also used whale blubber to burn oil lamps. How do you feel about... PETA's going to cancel our podcast. <laughs>